Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 199 of the Life Made to Order podcast. Our biggest barrier to energetic transformation and emotional healing. And understanding barriers to this is very important because these are kind of the things we want most, right? We have all of this pain, depression, anxiety from wherever wherever it came from. Stuff happened to you in your past. You're going through a hard time now, whatever. We don't like those feelings. We want to feel better. Then we have energetic transformation. Again, at the root, you want to do, you want to feel better. That's all you really want anyway. But let's be honest, energetic transformation for the most part, it's really important to us primarily because we understand that if we transform what's happening outside, our out, uh, inside, our outside experience will improve. And that's okay that we care about that. We're here having this human experience and it's okay to want to make it as pleasant as possible and, and get the most out of it and uh, manifest the things in life that we know we're capable of receiving. So yeah, these are the things we want most. So again, understanding what's getting in the way is is helpful so we know what we're working with what we're up against and there's lots of different issues but i would say the biggest barrier to this is and it has to do with the good old mind because our minds are our only problem and when we understand that it gets a lot easier to fix all of these problems that seem separate and need our separate attention and separate solutions and oh my god how am i going to figure out to fix these 50 different things it's like no we only have one problem our lovely mind sucks that it causes us so many problems but it, it just is what it is right and if we accept it and we get to the work and get to, up to the task of of dealing with that we're golden nothing nothing can stop you because you get at the root of every every uh energetic issue you have manifesting wise every sort of pain you're experiencing it you, you start to transform it right and it's much easier than it might seem now so what's that biggest barrier and that biggest barrier is if we're honest with ourselves we have an unwill we're kind of um not kind of we have an unwillingness and it can be pretty strong even if we don't realize it to adopt all the perspectives that would allow us to make those transformations that would allow for that emotional healing we learn all of these things that sound amazing if we were to think this way, if we were to look at ourselves this way, look at the world this way, look at other people in this way, look at conflict in this way, so many challenges we have now would would disappear. So much of the emotional pain now we have would disappear. So many of the energetic uh, blocks we're dealing with now, the kinks in our energy that um, you know make us manifest uh, things we don't really like and keep the things we like from coming to us would resolve themselves and we wouldn't have to deal with these issues anymore. So we learn all of these things. They sound wonderful. We want to think this way because again, it sounds really nice. There's these perspectives offer us freedom from so much of the things that cause us suffering, blaming other people for our feelings, feeling victimized, feeling powerless, feeling whatever, right? But again, if we're honest, as far as our willing, on a deeper level, our willingness to embrace them, we're really not willing to do that. There's a part of us, a large part of us, we're still kind of insisting on clinging to the perspectives that are causing all of this pain, that are causing all of this energetic discord. In order to heal all of this, to fix all of this, we have to really genuinely be willing to entertain perspectives that the mind, ego mind part of us is extremely resistant to. Now, why would the mind be resistant to things that would actually make us feel better and insist on holding on to perspectives that cause us all this pain? 
there's really no definitive answer, but a couple of things. Um, your mind actually, you being unhappy is actually advantageous to this part of you because it can keep controlling you with if you're unhappy. When you're happy and you see things as they really are, you see how dysfunctional the mind is and you kind of move away from it and that's threatening. The ego mind is very offended anytime it's being, uh, um, if anyone's suggesting how you, that part of you, how you think and feel is wrong, you take offense at that. And then you kind of double down and you dig in your heels even further on the painful perspective just to prove that how justified you are in feeling that way and how dare you suggest that I shouldn't feel this way. Um, a, lot of a lot of these perspectives, uh, there, there's an undercurrent, uh, a main theme of personal responsibility. And because your mind is uh, operates in blame mode, like whose fault? It's someone's fault. Someone's at fault for something. In that mode, it hears, it doesn't hear personal responsibility like this amazing, empowering thing that could help you. It hears, okay, again, because it's always in blame mode, Okay, so I usually blame outside stuff, so now you're telling me to blame myself, and it's my fault, and how dare you suggest it's my fault that this person did this thing to me, or that I'm struggling with money, or that I'm sick, or this thing or that thing happened. And again, it digs in its heels, and it doubles down on the perspectives that justify that it is someone else's fault. You had nothing to do with it. You were this innocent victim in the situation. So right, those are just a couple of reasons. To fully understand it, I guess there's some value there, um, but for the most part, we'll benefit much more from just accepting the mind is like this, not trying to fully understand too deeply why. Again, some broader understanding like those examples, it's, it could be helpful. But for the most part, it's just accepting that's the reality we're dealing with and then moving forward from there. If we go around digging too much into trying to figure out why it's like that, we probably really won't find any definitive answers. We don't really need to know why to understand, because a lot of times we to understand something is the way it is and how it affects us. To know why it's like that is not really necessary to the equation. You knowing why it's like that, on, on one hand, you might think it will help you deal with the mind more effectively, but for the most part, it really wouldn't help you deal with it any better. It's just your own curiosity of like wanting to know why it's like that and feeling like you need to understand that piece of the puzzle so you can more successfully try to control the mind. Essentially, that's pretty much where that need comes from. So we feel like we get better control of the mind if we understand why it's doing what it's doing. But again, it's not really necessary to have that deep understanding. It's just enough to know that's how it operates for whatever reason knowing what we're up against and when I say that I don't mean looking at the mind as like some adversary or whatever you don't really want to do that because that just creates more resistance but again just knowing like okay this is what I'm dealing with here I see how this is a problem and I'm going to try to do what I can to to solve that problem so again the the, the biggest barrier is we learn all of this stuff but if we're honest we're not really willing to embrace it. We're not really willing to try to think that way. Our mind's still putting up a fight of why that perspective is naive, trite, stupid, unrealistic or whatever. And why the things it thinks now, no matter how much pain it causes us, this is how it is. Sorry, we don't have any, this is how we have to look at it. And even though this is going to torture me till the end of my days and make me feel all these terrible feelings, uh, Prevent me from making all these transformations in my energy that would allow me to change my reality in meaningful, lasting, consistent, genuine, impact, really, truly impactful ways. Sorry, that's just how it is. 
because again, to the ego mind part of us, a lot of these perspectives to genuinely embrace them, it's like, it's very uncomfortable. It's looking at things in a, again, it's a drastically different way of looking at a lot of your experiences. And it's just not willing to do that. If we're honest, we're not willing to do it. For example, um, past experiences with other people where someone betrayed you or did something to you and you're carrying around a lot of anger and bitterness and resentment. These past experiences that you feel like you'll never get over them. They're going to, it's like this cloud that hangs over your life. You're never going to forgive this person. You're never going to get over this thing that happened to you, but that's not true. You can totally get over it because our life experience really doesn't determine how we feel. It's how we look at it. So again, this is why it's the biggest barrier because it's not what's happened to us. That's the problem. It's how we look at it. The narrative works, the narrative that surrounds the experience, the stories we're telling about the people involved in these experiences. So again, that's why it's the biggest barrier because there's all these other perspectives available to us that would actually allow us to see the situation in a whole different way in ways where we don't feel victimized. We won't feel as angry. We won't feel as bitter. We won't feel as betrayed about it and we could actually let it go perspectives that would allow us to see other people in ways where we feel less hatred towards them and we feel less like it's all their fault and I have to blame them and again from the ego mind level these can be really hard pills to swallow there's a situation right like you feel like you hate your ex-husband he was he did this thing he did that thing he took the best years of your life you had a bitter divorce uh, and all of these things, right? And you hate him and you feel like he ruined you for relationships, for all, whatever it is you feel towards him, right? And you have all these perspectives about it. You have all these, uh, a story about him and the type of person he is. That feel, again, that feels terrible. And there's all these other perspectives that you could look at that would allow you this healing, that um, this amazing healing pretty much almost immediately, because again, if it's not the situation that is the cause of the feeling, but the way we're looking at it, emotional relief, emotional healing could start happening as, as soon as we start really willing, we really have that willingness to embrace the new perspective. It could happen immediately because again, like what happened isn't really the cause of our feelings. It's how we're looking at the situation. So as soon as you start changing the story, the narrative, you start changing the perspective, you have no choice but to feel better because the feelings are coming from the, the current story you're telling, the, the current perspective you're holding on it. But are we, are we really willing to embrace these perspectives? And a lot of times we're not. In this example, again, with the ex-husband, you hate him, he's this, he's that. A perspective where you realize you contributed to some of the problems in the marriage and it wasn't all his fault. That can make you feel a lot better because when we're blaming other people for making our lives miserable and we think someone came along and fucked our life up and it's not fair and then they cause us all this pain and misery, that's, that's a lot of bit, that's a, a lot of heavy shit to carry around, right? It could torture us and you relive incidents and you relive arguments and you relive all this stuff in, in a loop in your head. That's emotional torture, right? When you realize that this evil person didn't come along and ruin your life, but it was kind of a co-creation between the two of you, that can make you feel a lot better. But the ego mind part of you that loves to blame other people for our problems, it's like, oh, hell no. I'm not, I don't, I can't look at it like that. He's an asshole. He's this, he's that. So again, the emotional healing gets shut down because the mind is not willing to embrace a perspective where 
you're not the total innocent victim. The, your ex-husband's not a total evil bastard through and through, but you kind of both kind of contributed to the issues there. Another perspective that really can facilitate emotional healing, especially when it comes to conflicts with other people and things where we feel like other people did stuff to us or contributed or are the cause of our problems or made us feel a certain way. No one else is responsible for our feelings but us. No one can make us feel a certain way. Something happens, we have an emotional response that was already, the emotion, whatever was already there, and the situation triggered something within us and actually has nothing to do with the other person or what happened. Imagine the freedom of that perspective. Because again, how much, how much pain or emotional pain are we in and bitterness and anger and resentment do we carry towards other people? Because we blame them for how shitty we feel. And it's that I am suffering so much emotionally right now. And if that person hadn't done or said that thing, I'd be fine now. Of course, with that perspective, you're going to have a huge amount of anger towards somebody and bitterness and resentment. And it's toxic and people can carry it around for their whole lives. But then again, imagine this perspective comes along that no one's responsible for my feelings but me. And you let that person off the hook. Again, the ego mind is like, what? Hell no. It's all their fault. They did this. They said that. And if that hadn't done it, then I wouldn't feel that. Of course, it's their fault. But then this perspective that it's really not their fault. Again, amazing emotional transformation almost immediately. You might still feel painful pain about the situation in some way. But that extra, all those extra layers of bitterness and anger and resentment that you feel towards the person because you blame them for how bad you feel and it's their fault, that starts dissipating almost immediately. Because again, if it's how we're looking at things that are causing our feeling, the second we start looking at it in a more empowering way, in a way that makes us feel more um, whatever better feelings, you're, you, you'll start feeling better right away. You might still have to let some of the emotion out, the, this, the switching of the narrative, the switching of perspective in and of itself might not just make the feelings go away. There still might be some processing of, of feeling anger and crying and release or whatever. But the, that first step is you'll, you can feel better immediately. And this idea that we're fighting these perspectives that would allow us to feel better immediately when feeling better is all we want. And that's all you want out of your stuff too with manifestations. It's all you want. You think you're all the stuff you get, you're going to get it because it's going to make you feel better. So think about that. Think about all of the uh, pain you have in your life and don't, you know, take a second to, you know, another, another thing too is to, for something like this, I mean, the, the core belief we have to be willing to embrace on top of all the other ones probably is a willingness to embrace the idea that your circumstances aren't the cause of your feelings. That would probably be the core thing that you're, the core idea on top of all the other ideas that we need to embrace. That's kind of like the root one right there is without a willingness to embrace that, all the other perspectives probably aren't, they're not going to seem as resonant or they they don't make as much sense, right? So that's really a lot of a lot of our suffering is we have this ego mind part of ourselves that it, all of these perspectives, it takes offense to them. It finds them whatever stupid, trite, unrealistic, whatever. It doesn't fit into the narrative of being the victim, of blaming other people. Like I said before, anytime it's presented with a perspective that's different from its own, this idea that you're being told how you think and feel is wrong Again, what do we do? We double down and we dig in our heels even deeper on the painful perspective and try even harder to find justification for why we should feel that way. 
and we make ourselves even more miserable because we convince ourselves that this way of looking at it is the only way to look at it. This, our, the meaning we're assigning, the perspective we hold, that's gospel, that's truth. Categorically, this is how it is. And that these perspectives make me feel miserable. And I guess I just have no choice but to be miserable because this thing happened to me. This person did this thing and that's it. And again, that emotional healing, that energetic transformation, it can't take place because you know, when we're, if we're honest with ourselves, uh, the, if, if we were to ask ourselves, do I have a real willingness to embrace these perspectives that would allow me this healing? We'd probably answer honestly, like, no, not really. I want to, we may really want to, we understand we need to, because uh, the more we start understanding, it's our perspective on things that determine our feeling, not what actually happened. We start realizing the importance of doing this and why we start seeing that this is like one of the core uh, foundations of a personal growth and energetic transformation and healing. But we're so deeply ingrained with our other perspectives. We're so used to the pain. It's like there's a part of us that we don't want to we don't want to let it go. We may don't want to heal. For some reason, we want to hold on to the pain. We don't want to embrace these perspectives because we feel like as much as good as they feel. And as much as consciously on some level, we want to think and feel that way. There's another part of us that's like, no, I, I know like this person did this and how I feel now it's their fault. They're a bad person. This thing is all their fault. I had nothing to do with it. I can't, I can't possibly forgive them. I can't possibly uh, question whether or not they're actually a bad person. And here's the thing, essentially we get to believe whatever we want. And if we truly feel that way, right, that's how we feel. We get, to, again, you could, we all get to believe whatever we want and, and hold whatever perspective we want on our experiences and view people in whatever light we want to view them and whatever, however we think, what kind of person they are. And we, that's how we feel. It's fine, but we have to understand the consequences of that from an energetic transformation perspective, from an emotional healing perspective. And if we learn all of these things and we truly want to try to feel that way, we have to examine, okay, am I really actually trying to feel that way? Or am I still holding on to perspectives and narratives and versions of people that are causing me all of this pain? And for whatever reason, I, I insist on, on holding on to them. Another example would be like you had a bad childhood and you you know as an adult it caused you a lot of problems and you have a lot of anger towards your parents maybe they were abusive or maybe they were kind of like neglectful emotionally and you felt like they didn't love you, give you love or whatever it is right they were some sort of way that meshed you up it carried into adulthood and i have all this bitterness and anger and resentment towards your parents for ruining your life that's another heavy thing to carry around, right? Stuff with, with family, especially when you're a kid. Because when you're a kid, right, it sucks. Like you don't have control over this stuff in a way. You don't have the perspective. And it's just part of the, I guess it's just part of the experience, right? It just is what it is and kind of sucks, but right, it is. But once we get older, we have that opportunity to, to make those changes and not be held down by those past experiences. And we can use them for positive transformation. So right now you have all this bitterness and angerness towards your family, bitterness and anger towards your mom, your dad, both of them, whoever, and it feels terrible. It feels toxic. It weighs you down. It leads you to do all these self-destructive things like drink and not take care of yourself and date shitty people or whatever it is, right? And then these new perspectives come along where you're 
you were asked to look at people um, in a way like most people, right? We don't try to purposely hurt people. We're not, most people, they're not malicious in their intent. A lot of people that were shitty parents, they probably weren't doing it on purpose. They had their own issues. They were screwed up. And unfortunately, right, it it spills over into how they parent their children and how they treat their kids. And you not seeing your parents as these evil, malicious people that fucked up your life and were purposely hurting you and purposely not giving you the love you needed and purposely whatever, you start to see, oh yeah, you know what? Like they really didn't do that. When I think back on it, like I, there were a lot of bad experiences in my childhood, but there actually were a lot of good times too, maybe. I, there were a lot of things I remember my parents doing for me that were actually like nice and like they did take care of me well in certain respects. You know what? Like my dad, he had a rough childhood. He grew up in a, a whatever, a, a culture that was very different and or he had an abusive family himself or he had a, he struggled with mental health issues. And you know what? I see now how he treated me. Again, there was no malicious intent there. He might have did some shitty stuff, but he wasn't a bad person, I don't think, in, in the core. There were some nice things he did for me. There were certain things he did. I could tell that he loved me, and I could tell that they were trying their best. So again, that perspective, amazing for emotional healing, because now you're not seeing your parents as these evil people who had this malicious intent towards you to treat you poorly as a poor, innocent kid and fuck your life up. But then your mind, who loves blaming and being the victim, is like, oh, hell no, like we can't, we can't forgive him or this narrative, challenging this narrative of your parents being these through and through evil, terrible people and realizing that like they were only human and there was actually good elements to them and you understanding more why they may have behaved the way they behaved. Again, amazing healing, emotional healing can take place there. But your mind is just like, no, I don't like that story. I don't like that narrative. I like the one where everything is their fault. They were evil, terrible people. And you have to cling to that story. And again, emotional healing gets stunted because there's that unwillingness to embrace the perspectives that would actually make us feel better. And, you know, I'm a fellow human. I get it. A lot of these perspectives, they could be hard pills to swallow, especially when it comes to changing our narrative about the type of people, like realizing these people we hate that are the villains in our life, they maybe weren't so bad. Taking responsibility for our feelings and not blaming other people for how we feel. Taking responsibility for roles we may have played in situations Marriage is a really good example of this. A lot of times the, the the marriage ends and one person is like the other person's the villain, right? They, they did all this bad stuff, the whole, everything falling. It was all their fault. They did this, they did that. And I was just this innocent victim and I tried so hard and I was a good wife or I was a good husband and not saying that you weren't, but when a lot of people, if they can look at these relationships from a more neutral, less emotionally charged perspective, a more uh, perspective of just trying to objectively assess what went on in the relationship, they start to see that, oh yeah, like I kind of played a role in this too. And again, that's amazing for emotional healing because all this bitter bitterness and anger you feel towards your ex for ruining your life and, and doing this and doing that and it's all his fault and I was so I was so wonderful and then he ruined everything. It's like, oh yeah, like my problems, they're not all his fault. They're not my fault either, either. Again, because it's not about blame or fault. It's just recognizing like, oh yeah, like I kind of maybe there were things I did too in the marriage 
There were ways that I contributed to our problems. I blamed him for this or that, but then I kind of did these things too that I can kind of see would make him behave that way. And then, you know, all of this stuff, right? And again, you, and again, it's not about blaming ourselves for recognizing our role in these situations where previously we thought like we had nothing to do with it and it was all like the other person's fault. So yeah, it's, it's hard to admit these things, but you see the result, the benefit is huge. Think of, you know, when you think again with, with all these examples, right? It's about we're blaming other people for all of our emotional pain and all our problems in our life. And to think that we're in all these terrible situations and it was someone else's fault. And we were just going along, living life, doing our thing. And then these people came along and ruined it somehow. Or It feels terrible. It feels bad to blame other people because blaming other people makes us feel powerless. Any, a lot of, and that's another thing too, with a lot of these, uh, the, one of the great emotional benefits of these new perspectives, they leave you feeling empowered, powerful, like you can have a, a say in your own life and you can fix your problems and these things don't have to define you. You're not, you don't have to be stuck in the situations you don't want to be in. You can change them. You can transform them. You can change yourself that these past experiences don't have to define you. You're not, you're not, you weren't victimized by anybody. No one else is going to stand in your way. You have the power. It's empowering. I mean, that's a huge, and that's especially from an energetic, a manifesting perspective, feeling empowered. That's a huge boon for your vibe because it's hard to manifest a lot of stuff. If we feel like we don't really have a say in how our life turns out and we don't have any power to influence our circumstances, it's hard then to manifest stuff because we kind of essentially don't believe it's possible because someone else came and fucked our shit up somehow and then and now we can't get all these things that we want. So yeah, it's a, this is something to be aware of. You know, all of these perspectives that we learn that feel so good, that can make us feel again, empowered and hopeful and help us release all of this pain and put down all of this emotional baggage and release all of these stories that are causing us so much suffering and uh, allow us to change our perspective on people. Cause here's the thing, as much as your mind on one hand loves to hate other people and blame, like it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good disliking people. It doesn't feel good having all this uh, animosity towards other people and thinking that, you know, they ruined your life and you hate them and they, you're the cause of all this pain. We don't, you don't want to do that, right? That sucks. That feels terrible because especially with how the, uh, the mind works, when we do feel that way, you know, you, a lot of you might've experienced this, like you obsess about stuff for years and years, you replay arguments and you replay all these different things in your mind and it, it could drive you insane. And it's like, we don't, and then again, these new perspectives come along that could, that could stop all of that, all that mind chatter and the obsessiveness and the, and the hating and the bitterness and all of these terrible feelings. It's like, why wouldn't I do this? Right. And this embracing of these new perspectives, I mean, it's a, it's an ongoing process. I mean, you're probably not going to do it just one day you're going to be like you know for 30 years you've been walking around blaming your father for your bad relationships then all of a sudden tomorrow you're like oh yeah like no it's a total responsibility it's all good I guess technically in theory it's possible but for most of us it's probably going to be more of a process you'll have your moments where you backslide and like I said before these shifts in perspectives might not take care of the, all the feelings that have been born of these other perspectives and stories you've been carrying around this whole time but 
it's an amazing start. So yeah, you might probably start to feel some of these feelings because they're very deep. There's a lot of momentum behind them. So you'll still have to, you know, you understand now you shouldn't be so angry at your parents, but you still feel all that anger. So you'll probably have to let it out a little bit and cry and do whatever. And then, but again, with that real willingness to embrace these perspectives, because again, if we're honest with ourselves, how much we want to embrace them doesn't automatically mean that we actually are. Because if we were really to pay attention to what's going on inside, if we were to pay attention to the mind chatter in our head and all of that stuff, if again, if we were to ask ourselves, am I really trying to embrace these perspectives? Am I really trying genuinely to look at these situations in this way? We'd probably say no. And don't beat yourself up about that. Don't lie about it either. Because no matter what you think you should want, what you consciously want, how you think you should feel, all that matters is how you actually feel, how you actually think, how you're actually moving through the world now. So when we try to lie to ourselves about how we feel, we think somehow that that I don't know, tricks the universe into thinking we feel a certain way, or we can trick ourselves into feeling who knows what, I don't know what it is our mind, but our mind thinks somehow that lying about how we feel actually will benefit this, these transformations and this, this healing somehow, but it doesn't. So just don't be afraid to be honest with yourself. And if the answer is, yeah, no, I really haven't been, you know, you could start fresh any day because that's really all of this transformation, you know, personal growth, it becomes a very action oriented process for a lot of us, which is understandable because all a lot of these actions help nurture and support energy and build momentum, like meditating and all of these things. But the biggest, the biggest part of this transformation, the biggest part of the process is totally internal in that it really comes down to conscious choice. We learn all of these new perspectives and ways of looking at things that again, make us feel hopeful, empowered, better about ourselves feel more, there's more possibility for us and, and, and things can get better and all these wonderful things that we want. And we weigh that against all the stuff that we've already been carrying around that we were, we picked up from wherever we picked it up from religion, our family, our school, what our culture at large or whatever outside influence. And we weigh the two against each other. And it's like, what do I choose to believe? Do I keep choosing to believe all of these things that make me feel terrible and bitter and angry. And like, I'll never be able to move on from past experiences. And I'm never going to be able to get over this thing that happened. And I'm going to be uh, upset about it forever. And uh, all these things I want, they're probably never going to happen and blah, blah, blah. Or these new perspectives, again, that make me feel like these things are possible. It is possible to heal. I don't have to be defined by these past experiences. They don't have to cast this emotional cloud over the rest of my days. All the things I want are possible. The type of person I hope to become, it's possible for me to make those internal changes. All of these quote unquote character flaws that I have, I can, I can work on those. I can transform them. They're not inherent in my being and unchangeable. So again, that's why I said it's the biggest barrier is because how we think that's up to us how we view, how we view situations. There's no inherent, like required emotional response for the things that happen to us. There's no one trajectory your life can take based on something that's happened in your past. It's like, oh, you had a bad childhood, then you're going to have a shitty life. Sorry. That's really your only option. That's kind of how that works. So that's why it's the biggest barrier because how we think we get to choose that we get to choose how we think we get to choose how we feel. 
we get to choose the perspectives we adopt on adopt on a situation and we get to choose am i going to embrace this perspective that makes me feel terrible in 20 different ways or am i going to embrace this perspective that will allow me to move forward to heal to let these things go to feel better to become a better person to have a better life so again the choice is ours right so just be aware of you know this internal be aware of your internal dialogue when you're thinking of these past experiences be aware of like how am i looking at this right now am i really trying to look at it this other way where this person maybe wasn't this evil terrible person that ruined my life where i am trying to take responsibility for my feelings so i'm not carrying all this toxic blame to this other person because i'm unhappy Am I trying to look at this perspective in a way where I could see the benefit of this painful experience and actually see how it can help me move forward? So therefore, if it's actually going to help me achieve something positive, maybe it wasn't this terrible thing and I don't have to see it as this terrible thing that happened and I could see how it's serving me. Or again, am I still kind of clinging to the old perspectives where it's blame, it's everyone else's fault, I'll never get over this, this, thing, this terrible thing happened, if something like this happens to a person that they're scarred for life and they can never move past this, and again, essentially, we can do whatever we want. You get to believe, you can believe whatever you want. You're under no obligation to, to make these internal transformations or to believe these other, these beliefs that these very wise people are presenting to you that kind of know their, know their shit, right? But we have to understand that we can insist on clinging to that stuff. We can insist on being right in them and insist how that's the only way to feel. But we have to see the consequence of that is we don't really get to feel better, and that's all you want anyway. So be willing to consider maybe trying to look at things in these other perspectives. You don't want to feel scarred. You don't want to hate other people. You don't want to carry around blame and look at other people as the source of all your problems and that they ruined your life. You don't want to feel like this thing happened to you. And because this thing happened to you, this bad thing happened, all of these good things you hope to happen will probably never happen because that bad thing happened. Right? It's just, it sucks. We don't want to think that way. So yes, that's our biggest barrier. If we're honest with ourselves, all of these perspectives that would allow for these transformations, that will allow for these healings, we're really, we're just that genuine willingness to embrace them. It's just absent. And it doesn't have to be that way. You can choose. But these are choices, these choices to embrace these things, they're not usually a one-time deal. There are things we have to, you know, a lot of these experiences have cast long shadows. There's a lot of momentum behind the perspectives you have. You've been used to thinking that way about the situation and about that person for a really long time. So there's, again, there's a momentum. There's some deep grooves there. There's some long shadows. So this is something that you're going to have to do continuously. And this is with all of the the changes you're trying to make. These are things that, you know, it's not usually just like a one and done. Okay, I'm this way now. I think this way now. And this old way of being, yeah, I'm not going to be that way anymore. Again, technically, I guess it's possible. But for most people, that's probably not going to be the case. It's uh, So just be vigilant about making those choices again and again. Every time you're presented with, with the opportunity to choose in favor of the perspectives that will make you feel better, that would allow you to make these energetic transformations. And every time you do that, there's a momentum that gets built and you start more naturally seeing things that way. Those beliefs and perspectives, they feel like they're more your own, like you truly believe them. You truly feel that way in your own heart, not just something you're trying to embrace because someone like me is telling you, yeah, try to think that way. And then it doesn't really feel genuine or you don't really 
connect emotionally with the perspective or the belief, but that starts to change over time. But that can only happen when we are willing to make that conscious choice of what we choose to believe, how we choose to see things. It's an amazing thing. How, cause how amazing is that to think that all of the, all of the stuff you want, the healing, all of these change, all of this stuff that would make you feel so much better. All it, all it comes down to is a choice, a choice on your end. That's it. It's all you. It's good right now. It's, it's simple, but it's not, again, it's not always easy, but if you're willing to do it, it gets easier over time and it's not, and it does feel easier over and it doesn't feel as much of a challenge, but we have to be willing to just every time we're presented with it, we have to be conscious of like, what am I choosing in favor of? So yeah, that's it. Hope you enjoyed this. Have a great day or night. And for more content, products, and information about my coaching, head on over to livelifemateorder.com. Bye-bye.